Praise the Lord, everybody. I'm Seth. And I'm Madison. And this, this is, is Shine, Shine the Light, Light Podcast. Alrighty, well thank y'all so much for tuning in to Shine a Light Podcast. You can listen anytime, any place, any day, or any night to Shine a Light. <laughs> you can always listen to our episodes on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And now, not only can you listen, but you can watch us on YouTube, the SMB channel. Last week, we upgraded the audio. This week, we're doing it by video. Madison and I were out here at Claypool Hill Mall parking lot. And if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see behind us, we got the Belk store behind us. And then right, wash my finger, right. Um, ah, right, um, <laughs> that's Brew City. Yes, Brew City, that's her favorite place. Oh, man. We might go over there when we get done. Hmm. No, ask me to work. Is that part? Well, they don't look too busy. You may no, be all right. Oh, I don't know. Vanessa ain't working, so I can't get my lemon bar anyway if I wanted to. Yes. I like to have something cold. It's kind of a warm day. We have here. Mountain Dew. Oh, that is true. I forgot. And yeah. this one. Yeah, that one's nasty. Let me see. Oh, mercy. Also, you can give us a follow on Instagram. We got a brand new Instagram account specifically for the podcast. And all you have to do is just in one word, shine a light podcast 516. And you may wonder what the 516 represents, because that's kind of a number you don't really hear. Mm-mm. But there's actually a scripture in Matthew 516 that Jesus said, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. And that's our mission every week when we do an episode for everybody. It's just simply shine a light and be a blessing, a help, and encouragement to you. Yes, sir. Alrighty, so baby, how you doing? I'm doing good as always. How are you? I'm doing better. That's good to hear. It's been a good day today, hasn't it? Yes, it's been fun. Yes, we just got back from Lebanon, Virginia. We ate at Tokyo. Yes. Japanese restaurant. It was good. Then we went to Walmart. Your beloved. (laughs) Now you're my beloved. For sure. Yes. And now we're back here, got some time to kill, so we figured we'd go ahead and do an episode while we can, because one reason is that we really don't have an opportunity to do one this week if we did not do it today. Yeah, I work almost every evening this week, and he works day shift, I work the night shift, so we like, our schedules are opposite. I know. And then we're planning on going out of town this week, we're going to... Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. We're going to Dollywood. She's going to scream, and I'm going to be laughing. Actually, I'm going to try to not scream. I will fail, though, but I will try. (laughs) Oh, I'm excited for Dollywood. It's not too far from here. About two and a half hour drive, three hour drive. So it's not far at all. We're going to go check out Dollywood. Spend a beautiful day down there. Hopefully it'll be beautiful. It will be. In Jesus' name. And that gentleman is... He just, uh, he's like, engulfed the ice cream. He went... What's the ice cream? Yes. 
he like had a cone. He went. <laughs> I looked at him. He was falling. Oh mercy. But we do hope the video quality is good for those that's watching on YouTube. We're going to do our best to try to do it every week if possible. And as well as the audio, uh, we noticed last week uh, the audio kind of got a little static on us here and there. But honestly, we're not able to monitor it unless after we record. Uh, I, it said on the instructions that I can hook up headphones to it and it should work, but I tried. No. <laughs> no. Oh, it's such a gentle. No. It didn't work. So I was like, oh, that's a fooey. No. So, but I'm still working on it because it'll be good for us to be able to monitor ourselves while recording. How so would we you can... even hook up headphones? Well, apparently on the instruction manual, it says that oh. I can hook a, a USB-C, which I do have one, adapter. And then you hook up your headphones on the other end. And you should just hook it into your mic and that's it. That's what the instructions said. But unfortunately, yeah, I did, and it did not it work. Works. But I don't know if it could be my the type of adapter I had. I actually tried a off-brand, and I actually tried an Apple brand. Did you try it on a GarageBand? Yes, I did try on GarageBand. It did not work. Really? Now, it could work when we do video, possibly. It may just be GarageBand. I didn't think about that. I can probably try to play around with that this week and maybe next week because it'll be awesome because we can monitor our audio while recording. And so, but we do ask you to bear with us, forgive us if we get too static or, you know, uh, I think there was also like a hiss sound here and there, uh, but I think it was just the mics itself, uh, which is perfectly fine, but the audio overall is pretty decent for what we just use it for, which is the podcast. And so, but we're working on it. We're working on it. We got to, our Shine a Light podcast is growing good. Reaching a lot of people, which that's what we want to do. Yep, and that's so, the point. That's the point. And it's always fun, too, especially to doing it with Madison. Yeah, it makes it funny when you do it together. It does make it much fun. That's why I like doing our YouTube channel, our vlogs. Doing it together makes it so much fun. And this week's going to be fun. Because we're going to probably record a trip to Dollywood. And uh, we're going down just a couple of days early. May try to record some of that. I, I re we don't really have a game plan. I think they mentioned uh, Dolly Parton, Champagne Comedy Barn. But those places, I do know, they do have a recording policy. Uh, you can't record. I'd say not, yeah. That makes sense. So I don't know how much of recording I would get the two days before Dollywood. And then Dollywood, you know, they play the music so loud. You don't You'd know if you're going to get copyright. Over it in order to yeah. do anything. Unless you wear like the Pell mics and like go around. That's true. Feet. But we got a good episode for you today. Um, kind of want to share a thought with you. Uh, it was a message I preached about, uh, I think it was actually last Sunday mornings when I preached them. And yeah. I kind of just want to take that message and kind of make it a episode, good conversation to talk about. And so the today's title of this episode is Ready or Not, Here I Come. <laughs> what, what if I'm not ready? What happens? You come anyway? I'm coming anyway. Oh. <laughs> when you think of that phrase, what do you think about? I think about the coming of the Lord. That's true. But you also think of hide and seek because at the end of hide and seek, you're like, ready or not, here I come. Like you count to a certain number and then you do that. One. Don't two, peek. No peeking. Three. I said don't peek. Like Six. 
I've actually skipped numbers before. <laughs> that was actually a fun game uh, when I was little we played. I like hiding. I do. When I was little, Granny and I, when I'd be home, I'd worry about having to be at school. We're on summer break and whatnot. We'd play hide and seek. And I would hide on top of Mom and Dad's closet. I'd get on top of the shelf and hide up there. Oh, my gosh. Did she ever find you? Nope. What'd she do? She kept going around and around till she got tired. And she's like, come on out. <laughs> I enjoyed hide and seek. I, couldn't, I wouldn't care to do it still. Be a little bit harder trying to hide now yeah. compared to when I was little. But that phrase, ready or not, here I come, indicates when you're playing that game that whoever is seeking, they're coming. And I took that phrase and made a, a, a message. And it's a very well-known passage, and uh, I got my Bible here, and I'm going to turn to it here in uh, Matthew 24. In verse number 27, this is uh, talking about the coming of Jesus. It's what Jesus was talking about here. Verse 27, he said, For as the lightning cometh out of the east and shineth even unto the west, so shall also the coming of the Lord, coming of the Son of Man, be. And then verse number 36, this is when Jesus said, But of that day and hour knoweth no man. No, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered into the ark, and knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. And I'm going to finish reading that chapter here in a little bit, because that's going to kind of be like the uh, conclusion so basically, Jesus was telling us the story about Noah that you can read in Genesis chapter 6. You read about how God told Noah, say, Noah, I want you to build a boat. I want you to build an ark. And it, I actually did an episode on this a while back. It was back when it was the S&B podcast. It was episode number three, I believe. And it was entitled The God of Details. And because when you read about the ark, God was pretty detailed about that ark. He was detailed even to the wood. Yep. He wanted to go for wood and the specific height, specific width, specific length. Three stories high and very detailed by the ark. But God said, I want you to build this ark because I'm getting ready to destroy the earth for water. And then he told him to preach, try to see if, if you can bring any souls in. But the Bible says that everybody thought Noah was basically out of his mind. Because they said, we haven't had rain. How in the world are you saying it's going to flood? But after the ark was built, Noah, his wife, three kids and their wives, which the Bible says was a total of eight, because it's a Noah and the eight all together, yeah. got in the ark, and then that's when it began to rain, 40 days and nights. And then the flood destroyed the earth. And Jesus was saying the same thing in the New Testament. He was saying, just as it was for Noah, so shall the days of the Son of Man be. And, you know, I also think about Jonah. God called Jonah and said, Jonah, I want you to go to Nineveh. Jonah was stubborn. He didn't want to go to Nineveh yeah. because he knew what Nineveh was like. And Jonah, he didn't want to go. 
He was determined whatever he had to do to not go, he was going to do it. And they even took a boat to buy a ticket, get on the boat to Tarshish. And then a storm came, cast lots, fell on Jonah. Jonah said, if you throw me in the sea, it's a storm will ease. They threw him overboard, and then he got swallowed up by a great fish. When I think about Jonah, I also think about this. And I think it's Jonah chapter 3, I believe. God called him again the second time. So I want you to go in, but guess what? Of course, Jonah went this time. But it's amazing how, even though that he ran from God, that God gave him another chance. And there's a lot of people on this day now we're living in, they won't even give you a second chance. That's true. And I know there's a lot of people that feels like that God's not going to give you another chance. But you know, that that was a liar. Because he's a God of second chances. Jonah's an example with that. Peter's an example with that. We talked about it this morning in service. He saw Jesus walking on the water, and Peter said, Can I walk on the water? Come to you. Jesus said, Come, come on. And he said, But don't you take your eyes off of me. <laughs> and so he stepped out on the water, began to walk, kept his eyes on Jesus. But as soon as he took his eyes off of Jesus, that's when he began to sink. He got his eyes on the wind. Yeah. And the wind blew before it listed. He got his eyes on something that wasn't Jesus. But guess what Jesus did? He went down there, reached down, and Peter reached up. It's amazing because this will be another episode. I've already got two episodes out of this episode. <laughs> Keep your eyes on Jesus. And then you know what's even more amazing? I kind of got this revelation this morning. That even though Peter took his eyes off Jesus, Jesus never took his eyes off of him. That's true. That's My good. Lord. But we'll save that for another episode. Maybe next week. <laughs> Get your eyes checked. Ah. Have that 238 vision. Yep. 238. Yeah, repent and be baptized. For you and title sometimes. A lot of people, you know, I've heard of many that says, well, I'll, I'll make things right when I'm dying or when I know I'm getting ready to take my last breath. I'll, I'll make it right with God. Well, what if um, your last breath is in the next five minutes? Yeah, not many people know when they're going to die. We could get in the truck. We're in the truck right now. After we get done with this episode, I can put this truck on start. We can go probably go get an ice cream cone or something. And then the truck hit us head on, and we're going to meet our reward. But Madison and I be ready then. That's how life short is. Yep. That's exactly what God did also in the days of Noah. Shut the door. Noah didn't shut the door. God did. And when people were trying to get to the ark because the rain was coming, the floods was coming up, they were trying to get in and said, Noah, let us in. I, I don't know if Noah was trying to open the door or not. I don't know. But the Bible says that God shut the door. And I think when God shuts something or opens something, I don't think no man can touch it. But that's just me personally. Well, you have to think of it as a human like human thought process. Just like if I was Noah and I heard somebody beating on the door saying, let me in, let me in, I'm going to die. I mean, my initial reaction would be to go to the door and try to open it because I mean, there's people dying. And yeah. People don't want to. Trying to let them in, but the door was shut. Bible was blunt when I said that. The it was. The door was shut. That's King James now. That's not the any other transitions. That was King yeah. James. But you know, my prayer is that 
Lord, let me never be like the five foolish, but let me be like the five wise. Let me be prepared and ready. And they were so foolish, they didn't know they ran out of oil. I know. Well, like the wise had to go tell them to get oil, and they were like, what? But, you know, I ask the Lord daily to help me be ready, even if we're still here for another 50 years. No, I still want to be ready because life is like a vapor. It appears and then it's gone. And then life, this is why I shared with the funeral home. I think I got sidetracked when I was sharing that about the funeral home. I told the audience that there, there were so many backsliders there and some I knew by name, some I didn't know. But, you know, my, I had compassion for them. Because, you know, we're living so close to the end time. And it's not a good time to backslide right now if you're thinking about it. But not because the coming of the Lord's night, but your life can be taken at any time. Your life can be permanently deceased at any time. Your heart can quit working at any time. Yep. which gives you life basically it can simply quit and you're done <laughs> unless the good lord himself or the doctors has the machines enough to revive you honestly if any organ fails you're practically done yeah that's true almost all of them but i shared with the audience at the funeral home i told them i said our life is like a flower and the spring and summertime appears it's beautiful but when fall and winter sets in the Warm temperatures begins to cool. The flower doesn't grow anymore. And then before you know it, it, it vanishes away. But the thing is, you don't notice it. It's just gone. It's gone. Same thing with grass. During the spring and summer, it grows. And you can tell when it grows. But when fall and winter sets in, it doesn't grow. And sometimes grass, and I, I'm even looking outside right now, and I see some dry spots of grass. Because that grass is dried up it yep. you know that's how our life is and I'd like to share a couple more scriptures with you then I'm gonna let Madison share her heart I don't and think I really have much to say I just kind of want to share some scriptures here if I can pull it up where I'm recording with my phone I can't just pull it up on my phone yeah but nothing wrong with using the the old-fashioned Bible I'm trying to find third, first Thessalonians. There it is. Let's see here. First Thessalonians chapter four, first number fourteen. fourteen. This is talking about the dead in Christ shall rise first. It says, For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that which we which are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord shall not Prevent them which are asleep, for the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, but the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then which we are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in their clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. And then one more scripture that um, I wanted to read. It was, um, well, actually two more passages, just kind of, just shared this with you. First, Second Peter chapter 3, verse number 8 through 10, it says, But beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years is one day. 
The Lord is not slackened concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with firm and heat. The earth also and the works that are in therein shall be burned up. And Jesus tells us another parable. Um, I'll just kind of paraphrase that I don't have time to read it. But it's in Luke chapter 17, verse 26 through 36. Jesus uses it as a, an example, as a parable, illustration of what the coming of the Lord will be like. One of them is talking about two in the field. One's taking the other's left. The other one talks about two... Um, in bed, one's taken, but the other one's still there. And, you know, I don't want to be the one that's left behind because when God comes back and we're still here, we're in a heap of trouble because we are doomed. That's, that's the end. Yeah. We're doomed. <laughs> we really are. And that's serious. But I hope today's episode was a uh, help and a blessing and encouragement. I hope you understood you know, because more than anything, I mean, the Bible plainly tells us that he's coming back. And we got to be ready. Let's not wait till last minute. Because when you wait till last minute, it's, it feels like a rush and you don't even have your head together. Most of the time. That's why when I go to work, like at Food City, people think I'm crazy for doing this. But I, let's say I'm supposed to go in at like 10 o'clock in the morning. I usually get up around like 7, 7.30. Because I like to wake up, I like to have my coffee, I like to read my Bible, I like to be set to go, have my clothes laid out, be able to take my time getting ready, brush my teeth, whatever. And people think I'm crazy because I wake up three hours early for a shift when most people wake up, for example, like with that kind of shift, they'd wake up at like nine or something. I'd be like, I don't know how you function like that. Like, I have to have time because if I'm in a rush, I'm going to forget something. Yeah. I've actually forgot my badge before. Most likely because I of remember rush. that it was because of rush. <laughs> so I don't like being in rush because it doesn't help you with anything. I mean, a few hours of like losing a few hours of sleep isn't really that big of a deal to me if I can make it to work okay and be awake by the time I get there. Usually, right? I'm, I'm good and I'm awake. And some people ain't, and so maybe they don't want me talking to them. But I'm usually good and awake by the time I get there. So I'm fine. Just don't like being in a rush. Nah, I don't either. Yeah, I do have one thought to share. It's well, about when you were talking about the uh, the ten virgins in Matthew twenty five. Um, five of them, you know, of course, were wise, and five were foolish, and they were all waiting. I think it was around like midnight or something. It was. It was around midnight. It was nighttime for sure. The clock is ticking. And uh, the foolish was running out of oil, and they were like, "Hey." Can we, can we borrow some of your oil? And, and the wives are like, no, you need to go get it where, you know, you they you they sell it at. And it's just like, okay, we'll go. But, and so they went and they did buy it. They did what the wives said to do. And by the time they came back, it was already over. And they were like, oh no, we missed it. And we can be those very same foolish virgins. Because oh, yeah. the oil can be as though you take it to nowadays and you look at it and it could be as the Holy Ghost that we have. The Bible says something like, um, without my spirit, you are none of mine. Well, if you don't have the Holy Ghost, which is the spirit of God, then you don't belong to him. 
and that oil in those in the lamp is a resemblance to the Holy Ghost. And so they must not have stayed prayed up. They were in a like backslidden condition. And so they go to the wife and said, hey, let me borrow some of your oil. And the wives were like, mm -mm, you ain't getting some of my oil. This is mine that I worked for. And right. I went to the buyer, I mean the seller, and I bought it. And we can go to the seller of it because the Bible says buy the truth and sell it not. Right. How do you buy the truth? Well, of course, you don't actually buy it. But when you start serving the Lord, you give up yourself. It's as if you give yourself to him and he'll give you his spirit because it's, it's a gift. And so you go to the Lord and let's say you need a renewing of the Holy Ghost or something. Well, you need filled with the Holy Ghost in itself because you run out of oil. Well, right. he'll give it to you because he's the one that has it. And so they waited too late to go get it. So by the time that they may have got it, and it was just it was something too late. So you've got to make sure that you stay prayed up and you stay, you know, you go to church and you stay faithful to the Lord and just pray that we won't miss it. I mean, it's one of those things. I pray something similar to this every day. It's, God, if I'm not ready, then make me ready. And once I'm ready, keep me ready. There you go. Because I don't want to be ready one day and the next day I do something and that becomes the day the Lord comes back and I'm not it because oh I sinned or something and I didn't repent about it. Right. So right. I want to stay ready and I don't want to be foolish. I want to be well we hope you enjoyed today's episode. We pray it was a blessing and help and encouragement to you. And uh, feel free to uh, share this episode with your family and friends. And if you're listening to this by way of Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts or Spotify, don't forget now, we are now recording video on the YouTube channel, so if you want to actually see us, uh, just check Woo! us out on YouTube. And uh, but mainly when you're on the road or something, it's much better when you can just listen to it. Yeah. So feel free to check us out. We upload new episodes every Friday and um, do our very best just to be a blessing to y'all. And so if you have any questions or comments, feel free to send us an email at channel. 238 at gmail.com again that's SMB channel 238 at gmail.com and until next week be blessed from the best here on Shine Alive Podcast